Hello and welcome to Dadnamic episode 5. Uh, Dadnamic Strikes Back. That's a Star Wars <laughs> reference, Brad. Get there quicker. Um, I was thinking that. <laughs> so uh, today we are joined up with the whole gang. We're all here in various different forms. To my left, Mr. Fingers himself, Flappy Man, uh, Black Magic. It is, um, it is, in fact, Nathan. Hello, Nathan. Hello, Nathan. <clears throat> Hello. How are you doing? I'm remarkably average, you? Yeah, yeah same. Same. <laughs> same. Thank you for that. And um, sitting opposite me, um, we have uh, the man who's shrouded in mystery um, <laughs> with all of his origins. He's the, uh, <laughs> he's the Arabian knight. It is Bradley Orlando Swahoni. <laughs> Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> Very good, thank you. Very good. What I hope I everyone say? else is good. <laughs> Uh, to my right, um, we have the man that's on all of your perfume labels. In fact, they pay him royalties. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the Mr. Statman. Uh, it is Mr. Paul Smith. Hello. Um, I'm, I'm very sorry. glad to be here. Good, good. We like that. Um, and um, joining us through the powers of technology, uh, because he couldn't make it here today with us. Uh, it is It is uh, the master of disaster, the heavyweight hitter. Uh, Kieran Crichton. Say hello, Kieran. Hello, Kieran. <laughs> can, can I just say that Nathan and Brad sound very, very similar. And there's no undertones in that one, but they do sound very similar. I think... I, 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 think, I, I think it's a you-have-to-be-here thing, so... Um, uh, <laughs> so what do you think about my charisma? What we're going to do without you? I think we'll manage. Um, <laughs> so today, um, our main topic of today um, is uh, men's mental health throughout the, the trials and tribulations that is birth, pregnancy uh, and labour. Um, and what? before we start, um, I just want to give a small disclaimer that basically um, we're not taking anything away from uh, the females that go through pregnancy. Let's be honest with you. They have the harder job than all of us, but this is mainly about the mental health side of things um, that that we we go through um, as as women go through pregnancy as well. Um, so, what I want to do first of all is I just want to first of all start off with uh, by asking about how you guys found out. How did you find out about your your partner being pregnant? Um, and what what was going through your mind at the time? Uh, let's start. I tell you what. Let's start with Kieran because he's because because he's he's far away from us. And because I've had the most. Okay. <laughs> and because you've had so many. Uh, go on then. <laughs> Which child do you want to know about? Start from first. the start from the two. beginning. <laughs> start from number two. Yeah. Let's let's Star Wars this. Start in the middle. Um, we'll go back to the beginning and then we'll yeah. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. Do, do it any way that you would like, Kieran. How did you find out about your your partner being pregnant? Um, I found out about Brandon because um, me and his mum had an argument with Frankie. Um, and I, um, it was really fun because I fell at Sankoff and we had a bit of an argument. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up making a joke, flipping him up, saying, Oh, you've got stuff. And then um, she got, she actually took Frankie to test there in and found out she was. So you you found that during an argument? Yes, yes, we were arguing things about something, and I was getting some hormonal when she was pregnant, and it turns out she she was pregnant. So you know, I say that was a victory for me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you win the argument? Yeah, won that one. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Um, 
And and what went through your head at the time? Uh, honestly, uh, well, I was quite young. I was what uh, I think I was about twenty, maybe just twenty, around um, that age. Um, I think I was the first one of us to have children, um, and I was really—I I was actually quite nervous because um, I didn't know. My first thought was, "Oh shit, what would a dad do?" Um, because I never really knew, like, had a dad, and I never really knew many personalised family that were dads. Um, so the first sort of question was, like, fuck, what did Dad do? I don't really know this one. Um, and then I uh, walked out of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you did what? Say that again. I, 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 I sort of left her in case we were Okay, right. Um, um, and but we started only for like half hour. I had a cigarette and stuff and I can't like that. Okay. But yeah, I think most of us went through that for our first one. And, and did it did it get easier with your other two? Uh, no. Well, I, I guess so. Um, in a way, I mean, like, I knew what to expect in regards to like, being a cad, pregnancy, and that kind of thing. But it was a very different part of my life. It was after me and um, my first kid's mum split up quite soon, actually, um, which later my second marriage. My child, and um, it was actually a really nice time because um, okay. got told that she was um, she was never going to be able to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that in our mind, so we didn't really think about kids because it was impossible. And then um, I think this one started an argument as well. <laughs> <laughs> I started an argument as well. I'm beginning to sense a pattern here, Karen. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? If you don't want any more kids, I, I wouldn't have any more arguments. <laughs> okay. God, you're not religious. <laughs> My partner is from Brazil, and whilst we were out there, <clears throat> there was a thing going round uh, called dengue, which is yellow fever, and her uncle had it, which gives the symptoms of fevers, si- uh, vomiting, sickness, nausea, and all those type of things. All the things that pregnant people get. Yes. So when we came back, and she was under the weather, <laughs> we decided to go to the hospital to go and get it checked, and they put her into quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
<laughs> yep, there you go. You've got quarantine. And what went through your mind throughout that? So throughout that at the time, I'm a little bit sceptical about it because she, there was no bites or anything like that, or, or there was no... There were no signs of her actually getting yellow fever. Yes, there's no signs like that. So it was more wondering what it was. And then I walked in and the first thing I said is, well, at least you're not pregnant. And she went, no, I am. And and the the first thought that went through my my mind was, my penis put you in quarantine. My penis put you in quarantine. (laughs) I'm quite proud of that. Um, But yeah, then the sort of, the nerves kick in. We were like, okay, what do we do here? Um... You know, it's yeah. one of those ones where you're just lost in your mind, where you're like, I, I, I think a little, bit, a little bit of us all went through that, didn't we? And I yes. think that's a perfectly natural thing that everyone does feel of like, oh, God, how am I going to support a person? Yes. <laughs> I know nothing about looking after myself, let alone kids. Okay. Still don't. <laughs> anything. Yeah, no, you still don't. Um, Nathan. Hello. Welcome to the channel. Welcome to the podcast. Um, it's about time. you right. It's about time. About yeah, time. you've travelled the furthest to be here. Um, how um, how did you find out about your your firstborn um, um, and even your um, yeah your other one? So how did you feel afterwards? So after late shift, I think it was got home. Oh God, that's the worst time to find out. <laughs> yes, as always. And uh, other half gave me a call. I got to come round. Need to tell you something. Tell me what? Right, over the phone, you can just tell me. No, no, come round, come round. Uh, I was like, okay, great, so, back in, I still live in London. Mm-hmm. So I'm North Circular, Yeah. You know, 40 minute journey, get back to North London, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I've asked that mum sitting there all just smiling, so I'm like, smiling at me for? <laughs> <laughs> come to room, Nathan, come to room. Okay, yeah, get in and sit down. Mrs. stares at me, stares at me. So, yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> so that's it. So the rest of the family knew before you? Well, her mum knew before me, yes. And her best friend, I think. Okay. Oh, but, damn. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, first of all, I said is how? <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah. it would have been worse if you said, like, it's not mine. Uh, <laughs> but when a boy loves a girl <laughs> very much. Yeah. How? And uh, nearly two years later. Second the, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second one is three weeks old. So yeah. Um... Did you say how again? No. I said fudge. <laughs> yeah. said, you said how again, yeah. mistakes <laughs> were red in the end. The second, <laughs> the second time I went away to Centre Parks for a week and she wasn't feeling too well but we just ignored it. And literally got home after the three hour drive took a pregnancy test and she started crying. <laughs> Why are you crying? I think I'm pregnant. <sighs> oh, two under two. Hashtag 202. Yeah, Damn, man. I think Kieran's got that as well, haven't you? 202, apparently that's a big thing. I don't know. 202. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bradley, Yo. paint us a word picture. Come on. I think yours is slightly different to ours, isn't it? Because ours is a surprise. Yeah, ours is actually very pleasant because we were, ours was planned. So, um, <clears throat> you know, trying and trying and trying and trying. Oh, and you yeah, enjoyed all of that <laughs> trying, didn't you? That must have been all the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, ours was, uh, yeah, there's no funny, oh, obviously it was a surprise when it finally happened. <laughs> felt like forever. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> felt like forever, but I think it took, uh, to be fair, it took a couple of months. Um, after that it was, it was announced and then uh, my partner put it on like a, did something sweet, put like a little um, a child's poem, like from, poem from my future child. 
Oh, right. And then I gave it to me in the morning and I read that and I was like, oh, I was over the moon. Got a bit teary. <laughs> oh, bless you. Nice. Love it. Gay. Um, <laughs> and what, how did you feel? I mean, are you overjoyed because obviously oh. we're trying what felt like forever, which was only reality only a couple of months. But now, over the moon. Cool. Couldn't be happier now. Um, I'll just um, briefly tell mine. Uh, we, uh, me and my partner used to, we lived together for a while. And then um, while we were living together, being the young adults that we are, uh, we were a bit uh, boozy, would probably be the best way of putting it. Um, we went out on a night out, got absolutely blatted. Um, and the next blatted. day... Blatted? Blatted. Gazeboed. Utterly... Ratos. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, basically, uh, the next day she had to go to work. She texted me um, and was like, uh, you need to come to town. I need to meet you. I need to tell you something. And basically, I was severely hungover, rolled over in bed, read that message and thought one or two things. One, she wants to split up with me. Or two, she's pregnant. So I went back to sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I slept for nearly a clean hour, then got up, had, had still with this in my brain of like, do you know what? Whatever happens will happen. Um, still not trying to prepare myself, but not quite preparing myself because it's either going to end, but be something really joyous. Um, got myself washed, cleaned, bathed, all that kind of stuff. Went into town, met her um, at, at her place of work, and she just gave me the pregnancy test. And we were in the middle of this uh, of, of the high street. And she literally was like, there you go, I'm pregnant. And um, I hugged her, and we had the whole kiss and cuddle. It was lovely and all this on kind of stuff. Street. Yes, <laughs> on the high street. Yes, I know. I said that to her afterwards. I was like, you couldn't have thought of a better place. She was like, I needed to tell someone. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, it was on the high street. Afterwards, um, bearing in mind that I'd had a, probably a clean like two and a half hours of me coming to terms with whatever was about to happen. Uh, don't go there, Nathan. Uh, you, can be better, you can be better than this. Um, basically, uh, she had to go back to work. I, um, I went for a walk. Went for a walk. I did. That's very adult of you. Yeah. I went for a walk. I listened to music. I went through all of the range of emotions in baby, my two-hour walk. Was it Baby Got Back? <laughs> what the music? Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly Quay. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't even remember what it was. But I, um, I remember sitting there, sort of thinking every twenty minutes of, oh my god, how am I supposed to support another person? I can't even support myself. Uh, to I'm going to be a dad. I can't wait. And then I walked to my mum's. I you walked three mum's from Marksbridge. Uh, yeah, I walked three miles all the way up the Exbridge Road. Yeah. Um, and then uh, basically told her and she gave me a lift back <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah it's like yeah yeah okay thank you for that but yeah what was your mum's reaction because she's quite a very mellow person <laughs> she, she she was so happy she mm. she started crying uh, gave oh, me the cuddle nice. and all that kind of nice. stuff she loved it um, and she was so happy for Bronte she actually couldn't wait to see Bronte she was like I can't wait to see her and all this kind of stuff I was like alright calm down uh, she's still <laughs> she's still there um, but yeah no she's, it, it was brilliant so um, the the next thing obviously yeah, going through the transitions of uh, yeah, finding out things like that. you've got the early pregnancy which to be honest with you not an awful lot changes apart from diet and mood swings um, and maybe a bit of vomit um, we get into sort of the heavier parts of, of pregnancy and things like that. Um, Brad, how did you deal with uh, your partner yeah, throughout the pregnancy and things like that? Uh, deal with is probably not the right way of, of, of questioning that. Um, the right way of putting it would be, how, how did you support your partner throughout the pregnancy? <laughs> did you use a taser? <laughs> well, that was a, it was a difficult experience, to be fair. 
probably more so on my part because of uh, you know you know you worry a lot you know are they are they healthy is the baby okay mm. and they've got me stressing out I naturally stress out anyway yeah but um yeah that doesn't help you try and back off but you really want to make sure everything's okay but yeah no other than that um you know making sure she's comfortable and everything like that yeah but other than that yeah it's a range of emotions obviously women feel while they're pregnant uh, but yeah, you can't really. You don't take things personal, and you get called a cunt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we have built that into you now. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beforehand, you were quite sensitive. Was that Mickey Mouse impression? <laughs> I've not seen that episode. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the head of corporation. I like to point out, Dad Namek does like Jews. <laughs> <laughs> But no, other than that, we'll take the topic off the Jews, but yeah. <laughs> other than that, no, difficult experience, obviously, more so for her, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, when, when it finally happened, obviously, the um, birth and everything was amazing. Couldn't have gone mm. better, to be fair. But um, just a follow-up question. Any weird cravings? Yes, Brad can crave dick for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> Did she have any weird cravings? Not so much. I know in the pre- she didn't crave dick. In the pre- <laughs> <laughs> But yes, um, no, not so much. I know previously she had a craving of raw meat. A previous pregnancy, raw meat, raw meat. This time it wasn't actually. It wasn't so bad, obviously. Um, But um, no, other than that, just um, a lot of a lot of resting, which is gets boring, I guess, for them when they're just sitting Mm. around doing nothing. You know, but they have to rest. They have to sit there and do the turtle thing where they're trying to get out the (laughs) get out the chair. Like, come get off my back. (laughs) Wobble. Yeah. Nathan. any strange cravings anything you know any immediate blow ups or anything like that anything to add what went through your mind of of like the heavier side of pregnancy <laughs> the heavier side <laughs> six months is heavy um <laughs> yeah, one partner had a, the first time had a heavy craving for appetizer drinks Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. But only Sainsbury's used to sell them in East London. <laughs> <laughs> and Sainsbury's would close at 10. <laughs> so did you have to go and stock up? Yes. Be like, oh, just give me the whole yes, shelf. basically, <laughs> I had to get a Costco membership for appetiser. For appetiser. <laughs> Since then, you've cancelled your Costco membership. Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, my partner is obviously a Jewish descendant, so she likes pickles anyway. So that was the normal day. <laughs> Again, Dad Namek, we so, do like jeans. <laughs> so that wasn't weird, like most women. Um, but other than that, yeah, nothing really weird. We just got on with it. Isn't yeah. actually comfortable. That there was ever so faithful big pillow we bought. Oh, God, that pillow. Did you have to get no, that? Yeah, we got one of them. Did you ever get that weird, like, L-shaped pillow? Or no, one of the ones that curls around? Yeah, like that. 45 degrees bend in it. Yes. God, yeah. I hated that thing. We went to the baby show. We are not promoting the baby show, but I went to it. Mm-hmm. We could promote the baby show if you give us money. Uh, <laughs> and yes. A resident joke for every Dadnamic episode that we've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the pregnancy pillow takes away the partner. Yes, yeah, yes, it does. It does. Yeah. But you will not find as well that you get that side of the bed back. You get your side of the bed because no, she's over no, there. No, no, it took no, up no. the whole bed. Oh, actually. did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe it's just me. I took a knife to that pillow. The moment, <laughs> the moment I got a chance. Did you have to get second? The, did you recycle the pregnancy pillow, or did no, you have to get another second one? <laughs> <laughs> second one and the second one was bigger I love it amazing and it was bigger it was bigger did you not think about getting a bigger bed <laughs> invested in a second bed <laughs> yes yes <laughs> we, bought, we bought a second pillow and we're just giving it away to 
a cousin who's expecting, so congrats. <laughs> You've Mazel given it away me. again. Yeah. You didn't learn from the first time. We're not, we're not, we're not <laughs> say that now. now. <laughs> have you not seen the video where the dad finds no, out no, he's no, having the fifth no, one? No, it's no, like, no. we can't have any more. No, no, no. <laughs> we job. old. Need a new job. Need a new job. Paul. Hello. Heavier sides of pregnancy. Any complications, anything that might have happened, um, any worries, anything like that? Cravings, big cravings. Okay, cravings was um, blueberry muffins, and then... Well, that's expensive. Yes, it can be. It really can be, plus I quite like them, so I wasn't too fussed about that. Did you the- Did you have to go and buy five, and then came home with three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's eating half this bag. <laughs> um, so, the other thing was, um, Nat was trying to describe a food to me that I didn't know. I'd seen it. I've never eaten it before. Oh, was like that the, the, the whole Brazilian translation you, you, kind of thing? No, you think so. She went to a Brazilian family to find out what it was. And it, it, they, they didn't, didn't understand have a clue. it. Okay, it turned out to be quiche. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something we have never eaten before together. Saying I've never had in my life. I'd like an egg flan and a uh, <laughs> exactly. pastry. Saying she had never eaten before, but she was like, "You know what? I really want one of those things." Okay. And explained it, and she had a, she explained it to my mum, and my mum went and got her one knowing what it was and yeah that was your mum managed to work that out yeah my mum managed to work it out she cracked the Da Vinci code it was um, it was it was Amazing. definitely same but yeah um, we didn't <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't get uh, we didn't go for any real complication or anything That's good. like that um, yeah. we, the problem we had is at the end so the house was being redecorated so we no, were being moved from yeah. room to room to room I remember <clears throat> and then um, we hit a heat wave I remember that as well. And that was unbearable. I remember sitting there thinking, oh God, poor Nat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we were stuck here, stuck in the downstairs room Yeah. during this heat wave. And the best part was there's no toilet downstairs. So no, my dad isn't. very kindly gave her a bucket. Oh. <laughs> nice. I love your dad. He's, he's amazing. <laughs> oh, <Some> we- <laughs> At which point that went, I'm not using that for, <laughs> for anything. And used to trundle all the way upstairs, but I said to go. But that was the um, keeps the exercise going. Some form of exercise during Cardio. heavy pregnancy is good. Yes. yes, there you go, Kieran. Um, obviously, with the, the the three children that you have and things like that, you've been through it many times. Um, uh, any any strange cravings? Any complications you might have had? Was there anything that you thought? You know, throughout the heavier pregnancy, hang on a second, this didn't happen the first time or the second time, or do you see what I mean? Did, did, did it change? Oh, yeah, 100% between each one. Um, apart from, I fucking hate pelvic girdle pain. Pelvic what? Is it pelvic girdle pain? The one where the, the fucking the hips hurt, basically. Uh, SPD. Oh god, and I've had to deal with moaning about hips hurting for fucking so many what's, times. What's SPD? Tyrannic pelvic displacement. Okay. Ooh. Wow. Right, okay, so it's where the, pro- um, the pelvis is breaking kind of thing to make. It's basically where the baby's pushing down the pelvis and pushing the pelvis out and it's disengaging the uh, hips and the pelvis. Jesus. And it sounds really bad when you explain it like that, as like when you explain it quite scientifically, but when it's your missus laying out, like, my hips. <laughs> sympathy, sympathy. Just wind you up, wind you're, you up. You're not, um, the, you're not the most sympathetic of people, are you, Kieran? I am and I'm not. <laughs> um, I, like, I try and do what I can. Like, this is my, my whole thing about anyone. If it hurts, do something about it. Right? But they so can't do an awful lot about it, Kieran. <laughs> she's growing a person inside of her like she's I'm growing a tree. Don't 
spoke across me. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I made, I got uh, one of those inflatable exercise balls. Did she use it? Did she fuck? It was just sitting in my bedroom. That was a good investment. I got two of those um, pregnancy pillows. Yeah. As well, I was hearing Nathan talk about those pregnancy pillows. I got two, they're fucking lovely. Do I, you use them now? I'm so I'm starting to understand why you've got three kids. Oh, cause I'm sexy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is pretty pure sexy. Animalistic magnetism that just attracts people around me. Um, but um, craving. Yeah, go on, craving. Um, about cravings. Um, is wine a craving? There was a lot of craving for wine. She had a craving for wine. <laughs> well, I think it's just plain wine. Um, but in all seriousness, it's chicken burgers. The amount of fucking trips I had to do for chicken burgers. Have you never heard of Just Eat? <sighs> this was before that, isn't it? That was before, I don't know. I suppose, I yeah, know. no, yeah, yeah, before it became chicken a big burgers. thing, yeah. And this is, I have to admit, this is very difficult for me to remember. I've done a lot of drugs between you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has to drop it in once per episode that he used to do There, drugs. I'm dropping that in there. Yeah, just a, um, he used to be a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> Still is, isn't he? One of those cool ones, though. Not the ones that are muggy, the nice ones. No, the nice yeah, ones. Like a nice one. No, you no, do, no. You, you share. Awesome. <laughs> Messer Ozil and uh, Kalasevich are fine from you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was... There that was, uh, yeah, really, weren't really... There was a lot of problems, actually, with, um, with the pregnancies at the end. Okay. Um, but... I don't know, that was more like when Brandon was born, he um, he didn't eat and go into shock um, because he didn't eat. Yeah. And there was something wrong with him there. Uh, Leighton was breach. Um, yeah. So he was, instead of being head down, he was arse first. And Awkward he was child. the wrong way round. So that's why Zoe had to have her first day. Yeah. And um, Ava was just, uh, she's a bit lazy like she is now. So, but how do you like she is now? <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm not going to do anything, you do it for me. Fair the enough. I wonder where she gets that from. Oh, well, you know, treat her, treat her well. <laughs> well, um, I tell you, I tell you, one of the things I really struggled with going through it is that point where you feel helpless. Yeah, I think there, like, is a, yes. there is a certain level where you can only do so much running around after your, your partner, you know, go and get all the... the, the the things to make them comfortable. Go and get all mm-hmm. of the. Do as much as you can, you know, just to make them feel comfortable. Make me make make sure they've got all their cravings and things like that. And still afterwards, it's like I physically can't do anything more for you. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, on, on a serious note, the most helpless I felt was um, was when Zoe was pregnant with Ava. Yeah. Um, so I already had like we, we we had two kids at this point. Like Brandon was staying with us half the week as well. Yeah. And we had Leighton. And Zoe was so, so tired because she just had a baby. Mm. And then straight away she got pregnant. We got pregnant again. So there was no sort of respite. And because we had two kids and a fucking dog that's a bit of a dickhead, but we love him. Um, And I was working two or three jobs at this point as well to make sure we had money. So, like, I was working one job throughout the week and then I was working nights at another job and any time I had off I was working like a third job to get extra money that's a good that's um, a great point sorry Kieran just to butt in there but 
as a you know, going through the whole thing of like, oh, you know, I can't support you anymore by running out and all this kind of stuff. I, I, I just have to go to work to earn as much as possible to be able to make sure that when the baby does arrive, and that's that's quite a pressure on a man, isn't mm-hmm. it? Well, I feel, I feel so. Yeah. I, I suppose, like we were discussing in a previous podcast, it's about the way you got brought up, and I got brought up that man makes the money, and that's it, really. Yeah, and that's my job. Yeah. Um, and I, you know what? Thinking back here now with all three of my kids, I feel like I, and even now, I feel like I might teeter too much on the financial side of it. Yeah. Because you've always got to find the right balance between time and attention and also going out and working. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when Zoe was pregnant with Ava, I was too far on the going out and working. So I was never here. I was, it was very rare that I'd be at home. So I missed. Um, to be honest, it, it, it still makes me sort of think now. I missed a lot of Leighton's first couple of months because I was never here. Yeah. No, I, I missed so much. And it was Zoe that dealt with it on her own. One, that increased stress on her. But two, that made me feel like a, like a dick because I wasn't here. Experience him learning, experience him growing, him, him eating his first solid fucking meal, him, him taking his first sort of... Him rolling over for the first time. I missed all of that. Oh, sucks. And, and then... It, it caused a tension between me and Zoe because she was stressed with having to deal with the whole household and children on her own. I was stressed because I was always at work and I was missing my children. And then we took it out on each other while she was pregnant. Yeah. And it was just, like, that was probably the hardest pregnancy. That was more hard emotionally for both of us to deal with because I was never here. It is, it is, um, it is difficult, um, the whole... Uh, trying to juggle many many different faces and lives and things like that as you turn around and say you know you were brought up same similar to myself similar to actually most men where it's actually like I need to go out and be the breadwinner I need to go out and do this I need to go out and make sure that that everyone is comfortable and safe financially some of us find it difficult I've, I've openly admitted to that you know and things like that and it has been um uh, yeah, it, it is. Um, it is incredibly difficult when you come back and it's like, oh, they took their first steps. And you're like, they're crying out loud. You know, did you get it on tape? No. What? Where was the camera? Um, you know, you, you're kind of you're missing all these things. You're missing all the the good parts, and it, it is difficult. And it, it that to a certain extent kind of carries on, doesn't it? As a, as bad yeah. as it is, mm-hmm. it carries on to the point of. Um, like after after pregnancy, when you have your you know you, your kids and things like that, you come home from work and it's like, look, they've done their first drawing, or look, they said their first word and things like that. It's it does get it it, it does play on you a bit. But what you need to remember is that you have the goal, you're doing it for a reason, and 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 not to and and another thing as well. I had I had this idea for a video actually um, about making good of your quality time. Um, I was thinking of like, um, I was I was thinking good of I was thinking about an idea of doing it on our on our you know, YouTube channel that's mm-hmm. up and coming, of actually like ways that you can make your quality time at home better so that you enjoy your your um you you enjoy your family more. Um, I'm just gonna quickly just to yeah carry on um, with the idea of like heavy heavy pregnancy and you know the, that that sort of side of things. Uh, my partner um, was working in a kitchen in a pub mm-hmm. um, during a heat wave yep. uh, throughout the heavier side of, of pregnancy and things like that. I worked down the road. Every opportunity I got, I went down to see her to make sure that she was okay. 
Um, she struggled. She actually openly turned around to her boss at one stage and was like, look, it's gone over 30 degrees. I'm heavily pregnant. I'm in a, I'm in a hot kitchen. We're closing the kitchen. And her boss is like, no, you've got to keep the kitchen open. Well, then you need to get somebody else to cook because I'm not standing mm-hmm. in it. You've got no air con, you've got nothing at all. This, is, this isn't right. And yeah. it did get to a point where we started sort of started to worry about the unborn baby. But mm-hmm. um, we got through it. She had, you know, her boss kind of understood it a bit, got around it and all that kind of stuff. In fairness, her boss left and then she got a better boss who really understood it and hired a chef. Oh, uh, right. So effectively, you know, she could go back to doing her sort of side of things of like being a barmaid. But mm-hmm. um, the, the, the craving... She had like the most generalised craving ever. She just wanted Italian food. Italian food? She didn't care what it was. All that she knew was that mm. if she had pizza, she'd throw up. Okay, so Italian so, food minus pizza. So <laughs> pasta, any kind of pasta, yeah, bolognese, uh, carbonara, uh, garlic bread, all this kind of stuff. She's like, give me more. I just want, I just want it all and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> That's your breakdown of Italian food. Yeah, exactly, garlic bread. <laughs> garlic bread. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't... She didn't crave, like, one particular thing. It was just a, a generalised thought. Um, so I'm going to go um, a little bit... We're, we're going to segue on to the next stage of pregnancy, which is basically the labour side of things. Now, for those of you who've never had children and things like that, and basically, you know, if you've got a child along the way and you're watching things on TV, it doesn't happen like it happens on TV. Um, you do watch these shows and things like that and there you know you've got a woman who's heavily pregnant and all of a sudden her water bursts and stuff like that and then the same routine, and then it? she mm-hmm. goes through the labor you know, the contractions and all that. it doesn't work that way does it let's be <laughs> honest the um, I'll, I'll never forget this it happened she started having contractions on a Saturday um, mm-hmm. and it happened at about 2 a.m. on a Saturday morning I was asleep didn't realize she got up and started having these pains and didn't wake me up. Didn't wake you up? No, didn't wake me up. How could she not wake you up in pain? She just went off and dealt with it by herself. But what I'm trying to turn around and say is... together. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm trying to turn around and say is is that rather than the... um, Rather than the the heavier stages of contractions, we're talking like it was one every couple of hours. So she'd have like pain and be like, okay, I'm over it, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we went through that throughout... Saturday, she told me that she'd had contractions and stuff like that, and we did the the whole okay. What can we bring on? Yeah, bring the birth on kind of thing. At this stage, she's three days late, so oh, yeah, yes. it's it's a, it's heavy pregnancy and all that kind of stuff. So it's going for long walks and eating spicy food and doing the deed um, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, basically, um, you know, it gets round to the heavier side of of you know, your contractions and things like that. And it was getting quite serious. We're talking like one every couple of minutes and all that. And when you when you find out that somebody, you know, your partner's pregnant or whatever, you go and start doing the doctor's appointments. They give you a little red book, don't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. remember. Um, and in it's got all the numbers, all these weird and wonderful places that you can call yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I called up the number in the back of the book and I was like, you know, got contractions and all this kind of stuff. What's next? And they are very helpful. Mm-hmm. They are also incredibly confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Has she had the show yet? Well, actually, no, I haven't had a chance to take her to see Fiddler on the Roof. 
Has she has she passed the plug yet? Oh what? yes, D- yeah, Nika's plug. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I don't know. She can't bend over to the the hole in the wall to pick up. I've been asking her for the phone charger, but she won't just give it to me. Um, and all it, 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 right, okay, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, she's she's okay. No worries. Literally, get off the phone. Two seconds later, the water breaks. And that's when, as you say, the show and the plug and everything else just kind of happens. It still doesn't get that exciting. That it's like, let's go to the hospital and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Exactly. I remember calling uh, my mother-in-law mm-hmm. because she uh, she wanted her at, at, at the birth and all that kind of stuff. And um, I remember calling her. It was about 10 o'clock at night. She, The mother-in-law had just gone to sleep. And um, she uh, she opened the door and goes, yeah, can you pick me up along the way? I was like, no, no. <laughs> we're taking her to the hospital we're done and then even when you get to the hospital you still have hours to go mm-hmm. you got all that kind of stuff yeah, um, nice. when you get round to the because it does go it seems like it's when you look at the clock for me mm-hmm. it hours had passed but it felt like minutes yes yeah. yes. and um, we got into our own room and all that kind of stuff we had a midwife who was relatively new and um, we it got to a point where my partner didn't want gas in there she didn't want um, an epidural. Yep. She'd had taken something called pethidine, which is lethal. Don't have it, because all it does is it makes your partner fall asleep. All right. But not get rid of the pain. That's the way my partner explained it to me. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. So basically, she just felt drowsy, but she didn't want to sleep because yeah, she's cool. going through mm-hmm. labour and all that kind of stuff. So it got to a point where she turned around to the midwife and was like, I feel like I need to push. Yeah. And... Um, the midwife's like, no, don't push. All this kind of stuff. We had to force the midwife to check to see if she was ready. Mm-hmm. She checked. And lo and behold, the boy's hanging half out. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. But she didn't turn around and say anything to us. She went, okay, I'm just going to push this. Push the big red emergency button. Mm-hmm. It must have been a quiet night at the hospital because we had four more midwives mm-hmm. and three doctors come in. Yeah. And at that point, that room became very small. Yes. And a lot of them were talking in very medical terms. I didn't really get it. It's probably mm-hmm. nerve-wracking as well. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. don't. Because all that I remember sitting there thinking, I was literally stood still in the room. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My mother-in-law come up to me, grabbed me by both arms, and started moving me around the room to get out of people's way, but mm-hmm. still be able to get to my partner. Yeah. And they turned around. Basically, he'd come out. He's still... Uh, the sack... The sack. <laughs> like, was it, it amb- 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 Yeah, amb- the ambiotic sack, sack amb- or whatever hadn't popped properly. It was still over his face. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he had had the cord wrapped around his neck. And that's oh, why really? she pushed the button. Oh. But the problem, the thing is, looking back at it, they're trained for this. Mm-hmm. They do it regularly. They know what they're doing. But at that point, I remember sitting there thinking, she's going to die. He's going to die. I'm going to be left all alone. Mm-hmm. And I shit yeah. myself. Oh. I was I, I was in a right state until he started crying and everything was okay afterwards. But it was just the fact that all those people were there and all these doctors and nurses talking and all that kind of stuff. They're not really giving you a lot of information and things like that. And you're trying to be supportive to your partner. But yeah, so, you know, at the time, I just had all this stuff going in my head. And it is really, really nerve-wracking. The best thing that you can do is to try and keep you cool. Um, Kieran, um, you've... Been, you, you've been there um, for your partners and things like that. Um, yeah, having having children. Yeah, have they all had C sections or. No, 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 no. So um, 
Leighton and Ava, my two youngest ones, with Zoe, they were both uh, C-section. Yeah. But um, Brandon, Brandon wasn't. He was a natural birth. Oh, he was a natural birth. Okay. And um, yeah. what? Yeah. Do, how do they differ? Yeah. Which one was worse for you? For me. Yeah. Um, they weren't. To be fair, we, like I think in that situation, we all I, know. I know well, sorry, we, we have to say. Um, what are you saying, mate? Sorry. No. 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 It's right, Karen. Um, I think in those situations, because none of them were, were none of them were pleasant experiences. There was issues with all three of them. Mm. At that point, I personally stopped. I'd like there was no sort of, oh my god, I'm I'm tired. Oh my god, I'm hungry. I'm like, oh my god, the person I'm with is gonna be inside out. Like in two months. Like so. Like with with Brandon, my oldest boy, um, I found I was woken up with. Um, his mum with Lucy telling me oh my walls are broke and I didn't know what to do so I sort of just ran out the like I jumped out of bed about to walk into her ran into the bathroom did, for some reason to sort of get ready did she go through the contractions previously or did she just bang walls no, no, are broke no we went to bed everything was fine um, wow it was there was still um, so it was literally like a movie left. like Brandon was Brandon was um, he, he came he was due in uh, middle of August and he came in the middle of July so it was about a month early okay um, so we weren't expecting anything and then she just woke me up and like about five o'clock in the morning I believe like oh um, my walls are broken I, I, I've never heard more like terrifying words in my life yeah because um, nothing was ready and I ran to go to the bathroom to like get myself washed and Turns out that her water's broken in the bathroom, she didn't clean it up, so I just went sliding. <laughs> <laughs> like, went arse over the tit and landed all in the fluids. I was like, oh, yum. Um, and then, like, that sort of woke me up a little bit, and then um, it was then I sort of thought, right, let's get this going, let's do it. Yeah. So we called up the, um, the hospital, they were like, ah, oh, you know, it's just started, don't worry, come in a couple of hours, don't rush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sat down and played Xbox for a few hours. I <laughs> should do. Well, actually, I played um, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 1 after I found out my missus went into labour for all three of my children. So if, if ever again they say, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm going to labour, I'll be like, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Okay. <laughs> it's now a tradition in your household, is it? So, uh, yeah, a little tradition could be money, Harry Potter or Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant. When Guardian Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I think um, we was in there for a couple of days. Um, the, the, I think the labour itself took about nine, ten hours. Yeah. Um, and then then he came out and she she tore quite badly and then um, he was very unwell for a while because he wasn't eating. Um, you know, so it was, a, it was a really stressful time. Yeah. Um, we've, we've, but then my other two babies, they came early as well. So they both came. Um, Do you ever sit there and different. think that they just intentionally get the date wrong? Well, no, Kieran comes out all the time as well. I think my children are just as impatient as I am. They're like, fuck it, I'm bored. I want to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they both, like, later they both came 37 plus 6 days, which is weird. Um, they both came the exact amount of days early. Um, and, like, with Leighton, her uh, her was broke like quite naturally yeah um, his c-section was booked a couple of days um it was around january and he was he had, uh, his he actually came on christmas eve 
Um, so her water's broke Christmas Eve. Ah, Christmas really does come twice. Weird. Um, <laughs> so we went into hospital a couple of hours later after her water's broke. was like, all oh, right, we'll go in. And um, she was in no pain or anything like that. There was no issues. The only time she cried was when they put a cannula in because she's a wimp when it comes to needles. It, um, that, that shit hurts, man. What, like, what, time you know being sat next to her because i've seen the photos of you in the scrubs and everything else like going through um yeah the, the c-section and things like that what, what what went through your mind um don't trip anyone up don't trip. that was pretty much it why did i expect uh, anything less from you why did i say sorry anything more from you <laughs> yeah you know what like um so it, it was quite it was quite a surreal experience because I know, Nathan, you've been through a C-section as well, haven't you? Two. That's two. Um, and, Brad, you didn't, did you? No, no, all natural, mate. No, all natural. So it, it's quite a weird experience because you're sat there at the head of this, this person that you love and these doctors are doing this amazing mm. thing, literally, like, feet away from you behind this tent. Did you have and a And you're so worried because you're worried for your missus safety be also worried about what's coming what's happening on the other side of that curtain because that's your that's your world in a couple of minutes that's going to be your everything and you, you're so scared and you look down at your missus and realize that she's more scared than you so you have to just focus on yeah. right let's get her through so with zoe what i did was just annoy her with shit jokes and stuff like that until she was sort of laughing and not paying attention to what was going on i that's, just okay just told sure, jokes. yeah yeah you channel binged it no, I just turned the big there. Also, little little thing, they put that curtain up so you can't see, right? Yeah. What they don't tell you is there's a uh, big metal light shade above you. It's, is it, right? can you see through it like a mirror? Everything, mate. Everything. Right? So I had to just literally stare at her face because if I looked anywhere else, I would see a reflection of what's going on. And the worst thing is when they, um, it's not pretty. They, get the, they get the baby out and they put the baby on that little baby heater. Yeah. Um, in the corner of the room, but they don't position that properly. So when you go over as a dad, yeah. they see your baby, yeah. and you I go and see your thing. baby, and you hear your partner call you, and you turn around, and you're parallel to that fucking curtain. So you see her all lovely face, and then oh. you look past the curtain, and you 
see her inside uh, on the outside. I, 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 inside. I had, I, uh, I had it, the, you know, the other thing where it's like, oh yeah, you know, little little boy, like you said, on the heater and stuff like that. He needs his first nappy. Come over here, daddy, and all that kind of stuff. So you go over there, start doing the nappy and all that kind of stuff, and you turn turn to look. It's like they're literally just. It's like they're sewing. It's like they're just sewing a quilt back together, just stitching her back up. You've got the got the every feet up in stirrup. She's she looks wonderful. She looks wonderful at this at this angle. And you're like, I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can go there again. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, Nathan, I'm going to pass over to you quickly um, mm. because we are slowly running out of time. Um, with the when it comes down to yeah. C sections and, yeah. and things like that. You've got everything planned in the book and all that kind of stuff. Um, do is there? Yeah, do you feel like it's more regimented? Uh, uh, do, do, do you feel a little bit at ease because you know when it's going to happen? It's hospital dependent. Oh, okay. You've yeah, done two it, different hospitals, haven't you? Correct. Yes. Uh, Which was the better one? I can't say that. I support the NHS. Okay, fair enough. Um, the first time. We actually, I hope we'll say it was actually 10 days. Yeah. Our daughter was due on the 4th of August. But didn't, <laughs> wasn't, didn't come out till the 10th. So, uh, yeah. It's a bit of a, a long slog. But in regards to the actual C-section itself. That's what she said. <laughs> it's just like, as Kieran said, there's a, there's a tent or a bit of sheeting that goes up. But there's a large light above it. So actually, it looks like you're looking at a shadow show. Shut up, yeah. the show. So they're doing, you know, the. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's, you know, just a, a blue bean comes out. Not blue, but like, you know, a little bit bloody, a little bit cold. And... Would you get better to a duck? The first time I didn't. I looked back and missed I couldn't see past the curtain. Yeah. So that was cool. The second time, the most recent time, Oh, this is fresh in the memory, isn't it? It is indeed. Um, How long ago was that? <laughs> it was a month yesterday, wasn't it? Yes, I think so, because you really? counted different when they're newborn. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh. Um, our daughter came out, but she's at 37 weeks, but £7.13. So projected, Ooh. she could have been a £9 baby. Jesus! Um, she came out... That? Oh. Um, <laughs> it came from me. Um, <laughs> yeah, she um, had an issue with oxygen saturation, so it means the amount of oxygen you have in your blood... At a time, yeah. Um, so I went over to the little heater to kind of check them up, see what's going on. They explained to me, paediatricians turned up. I'm trying to listen, understand, yeah, to things I don't understand. I turned back to my other half, she's asking me questions, her mouth and head is moving, but then I looked at the, the curtain, I looked past the curtain, I'm seeing inside her. <laughs> now, this isn't right. I feel like I was in like a total recall, some sort of <laughs> 80s film. So yeah, it's a bit freaky, but yeah, it, you can't know what's going to happen. Whether it happens like that, I don't know. But fortunately, both babies are well and safe. Good, um, good, good. Yeah, well, I'm glad it is. It is freaky, but never again. Um, Bradley, um, <laughs> describe to me a your uh, describe to me what happened. Like, um, w- was it all of a rush? Did it happen very suddenly? No. And also, how how did you feel afterwards? What did you What did you feel mainly having your firstborn there? Well, first uh, when uh, the um, obviously uh, 
obviously starting to happen. You know, yeah. The waters actually didn't break. Uh, had to be uh, broken for her in the hospital, which was oh, quite right, interesting. Yeah. They, but it's also like yeah. so in need of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. I don't not, know, it not actually looked more like a hair. He was gushing. Oh, God. Oh. But um, no, it's, it's quite like you said in the films, you know, when they, uh, they come out, oh, the waters are broke. Quick, take the hospital, and you rush straight there. But it's not. It's not like that at all. It's more gradual because ours was um, uh, was a week late as well. So part week past the due date. Yeah. Constantly having these like contractions, and um, you know it's, it started slow, got quicker and quicker. I went to the hospital. We were actually in the birthing room at eleven, about eleven o'clock, I think, eleven a.m. Yeah. Um, she was born at quarter past four. 24th of May. Nice. So it was quite straightforward, but it was a lot of pushing, you know. Yeah. Uh, she, you know, she did her best, bless her. And, and you pulled well. you back out from pushing her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the interesting thing is the, um, you kind of stand around, you don't know what to do. You have to be mm-hmm. guided, you feel like a kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very helpless yeah. almost, but yeah. you want to be supported. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But, but with, your, with your little lady... She's just been born, all yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, dad, come here. Need to, put, you know, need to need to give her a cuddle and all that kind of stuff. What, how, how, what, wait for your mind at that time. I looked down there when it, when it, just as it was happening because I saw the head mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop. I was like, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't actually that bad. To be fair, what people say, I know people say it's you know scarred for life and that kind of thing. I think someone described it best as watching your favourite pub burn down. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, for me, it wasn't actually that bad. It was more of a you know, seeing seeing it happen, and the amazing miracle that it is, um, and then finally meeting the little child. Yeah. And they put on that little heater thing, you know, and you're kind of that way, not facing the right way, so I kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> down to see her and all that. But um, no, it's it's, a, it's an amazing feeling. Um, I can't really describe it. I mean, I'm sure you all know anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, just the thought of them being there, and obviously full head of, full head of hair like me. So she was like, <laughs> well, like me back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> But um, no, it's, it's, don't, it's, it's, don't it's tarnish a... me with the same brush here. <laughs> I've admitted that there is no hair here. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's a feeling that can't be can't beat really. To be fair, mm-hmm. and um, no, perfect, perfect. This is the end of part one. <laughs>